Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. In today's study, Jesus is traveling to Jerusalem. We aren't told much of what he encountered on his journey, but we are told what God wants us to know. Today on Drawing Near, ten men with leprosy call out to Jesus for help. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 17, and look at a thankful leper. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we come before you thankful today for all your blessings in our lives. As we study this passage where mercy is requested, we acknowledge that we have received abundant mercy from you, grace upon grace, and we're thankful for this, Father. We pray, Father, that we would extend mercy and grace to those around us, following your example and following the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, lead us by your Spirit in our study and then in applying these things to our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin reading from Luke chapter 17, verse 11. Now it happened, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then he entered a certain village. There met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Jesus is traveling from the north to the south toward Jerusalem. He has to go through Galilee and then Samaria. And we're told that he enters a certain village. We're not told what village that is. And when he passes through this certain village, he meets 10 men. These men are lepers. Leprosy was viewed at the time as highly contagious. It was a grotesque disease. It separated family and friends. It isolated individuals who had leprosy from everyone else. They literally could not approach anyone because they were lepers. If anyone began to come near, they would have to shout out a warning to these individuals to let them know that they had leprosy, that they were unclean. That's why we're told these men stood afar off. They didn't come near to Jesus. And we're told because they were afar off, they lifted up their voices and cried out to Jesus, saying, Master, have mercy on us. Now, if you've been following along with these studies, we just looked at a passage that dealt with a master and a servant, and how the master required the servant to do his duty and didn't give him any gratitude or thanks. In this passage, as we deal with faith and submission and all of these things we've been looking at, it's important to know that these individuals cry out to the master, cry out to Jesus, who is master and Lord of all, they cry out to him for mercy. In a master-servant relationship, it's the master who commands the servant. And the master doesn't have to have any compassion or any mercy on anyone. But these servants recognize that they are unworthy servants, that they are unclean, that they have no right to ask Jesus for anything, and that's why they cry out for mercy. They want help. They want compassion from the Lord Jesus. Then in verse 14, we read, So when he, Jesus, saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. Jesus recognized what they wanted. The mercy that they requested was they wanted to be healed. 
Now it's beyond my comprehension and likely yours as well, how lepers could believe that Jesus could just heal them. But Jesus had healed people of everything, casting out demons, healing the blind, causing the lame to walk, on and on. He even raised the dead. So in their desperation and in their faith, they cried out to mercy for Jesus, and he saw them. He took note of them. And he said, go show yourselves to the priest. He didn't come and touch them. He didn't cleanse them. He didn't heal them immediately at all. He just told them, go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was as they went, they were cleansed. In their traveling from where they were, where they had met Jesus, to the priest, during that time period, they were cleansed. We don't know if it was instantaneous at some point along the way, or if it was progressive as they got closer and closer to the priests. We have no way of knowing. In verse 15, we're told, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned, and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. We don't know at what point this individual found out that he was cleansed. We don't know when the other nine saw that they were cleansed. But when he saw that he was healed, he stopped going to the priest and returned to Jesus. And with a loud voice, now think about this, with a loud voice, he'd cried out for mercy because he couldn't come near Jesus. Now with a loud voice, he glorifies God. I wonder how often we ask God to do things in our lives or do things in other people's lives, and we cry out to him and we cry out to him. And then when he answers our prayer, when he does what we've requested, do we give gratitude with the same passion, with the same volume? This individual with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet. He glorified God for his work through Jesus, or he glorified Jesus as God. He fell down on his face at the feet of Jesus, giving him thanks. The Bible tells us, and he was a Samaritan. Now, I probably don't have to tell you about Samaritans. Samaritans didn't like Jewish individuals, and Jewish individuals didn't like Samaritans. They were considered to be unclean, contaminated. And so this individual was a Samaritan. And the point here is, the Samaritan should have been the last one of the ten who came back and glorified God and gave thanks to Jesus, at least according to the Jewish mindset concerning Samaritans. The Samaritan had cried out to Jesus, a Jew, for help and mercy. Jesus had given it to the Samaritan and the other nine, and the Samaritan came back glorifying God and giving thanks to Jesus. In verse 17, So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? They were all cleansed. Jesus wasn't there. He didn't witness it. They were on their way to the priest. But Jesus knew that ten were cleansed. And then he says, but where are the nine? Where are the other nine? Did they go on to the priest? Did they go home? What happened? Where are they? They didn't return glorifying God. They didn't return giving thanks. Jesus is acknowledging that that's exactly what they should have done. They had received a great mercy and yet they did not return to give thanks at all. It's one thing not to be all that thankful to God when he works in our lives, but it's another not to give thanks at all. Verse 18, were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? 
the Jewish individuals didn't return. The Jewish individuals who know God, who had been chosen by God, who had seen his blessing, heard his law, had received his word, all of these things, they could not come back and glorify God? Only the Samaritan who had a mixed up faith regarding God? Verse 19, and he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Now, one of the things we need to note here before we finish is this. We do not see any clear, consistent patterns in the healing processes in Jesus's ministry. There are preachers and teachers today, there are believers all over the place who want to say, you have to do it this way if you want to be healed, or you have to do it this way if you want to be cleansed, you have to do it this way. They want to find a pattern because what they want to do is tell you, if you follow this pattern, you will be healed, certainly, or if you fail to follow this pattern, you won't. Maybe because when people fail, they have something to blame. There are times when Jesus just touches and heals. There are times when people touch Jesus and are healed. We do not see a pattern or formula. We need to understand it is putting our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. It's Jesus who heals. It's God who heals. It's not any quality in us. It's not any formula that we follow. We cry out for help. And by grace and mercy, it is God who helps us. In what ways has God been gracious to us? In what ways has he shown his mercy, his compassion, his loving kindness toward us? We need to be thankful. When he answers our prayer, we need to be thankful. And even for the things he gives us that we do not request, the air that we breathe, the lives that we have, the relationships that we know, on and on, we need to give him thanks. He is worthy of all glory, honor, and praise. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for this text. I thank you for the example of this Samaritan. And I pray, Father, that it communicates to us that our prejudices are wrong, that we need to be very, very careful not to judge individuals based on their ethnicity or their race or the color of their skin or the way they talk their educational level, etc., etc. Father, we thank you that Jesus was merciful to these individuals, and he continues to be merciful to us. Guide and direct us as we seek to live for you today, Father, and thank you for your insurmountable grace. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.